welcome back. This is episode 10 of the Truth of My Youth podcast. Excited to make it to 10 episodes. It was kind of like a little mini goal for me. Uh, and this is a super important episode. Uh, I think you will find that as well. I had the pleasure of um, talking with Dale Gerber about a week and a half ago. Um, and it was just such an eye-opening conversation. Um, to v- provide a little context, back in March, Dale messaged me and wanted to tell his story. Um, and I don't want to give too much away here, but his story really moved me. And I felt honored that he wanted to share it with me and there, therefore share it with you as well. Um, I want to congratulate Dale for his openness and ability to be so comfortable with the situation. Um, this is really a story of acceptance and discovery and how you handle life circumstances. Um, I want to thank you guys again for listening and continuing to listen these past seven months. Um, This is episode 10, like I said, so there's nine other episodes. Um, I encourage you to check out if you haven't done so already. Um, I still have some Truth of My Youth stickers. If you're interested, uh, just send me a message and I'll send you out one for free. And um, I think that's about it for the intro. So here is my conversation with Dale Gerber. Hey, Dale. Hey. How's it going? Okay. Thanks for uh, doing this. We're uh, we're live already. Kind of as soon as it connects, it just starts recording right away. Oh, okay. So um, I can edit like the very first part off if we need to. But um, how you doing, man? Thanks for doing this. It's, I know it's kind of a little late. Um, but you, did you say you get off work at seven? Well, I'm a truck driver, so I'm never know what time I get off and I usually get home around seven o'clock. And, okay. And with this pandemic, you know, I got to, first thing I got to do is change my clothes, get in the shower yeah. before I can do anything else. Sure. Totally. So, so do you, are you, do you stay pretty local when you drive in the, like, yeah, the Bay I'm, area? I'm in, I'm in Hayward all day long. Oh, okay. I see. Cool. Well, neat dude. Well, um, like I said, thanks for thanks for doing this. You, um, I'll provide a little bit of, I guess, background, um, and kind of, I guess, kind of let you tell the story because I, I really don't know a, a lot about it besides like the sentence or so that you sent me. So, way back in March, I had to go back to the message. Like way back in March, um, I think it was after the very first episode where I talked to Joey. Um, you messaged me and just said, you know, it was great. You know, you and um, your wife, Cecilia, which is also Joey's mom, for those that, that don't know, enjoyed it. And then you said you kind of have an interesting story and, um, you know, would like to kind of tell it. Um, so I don't want to necessarily spoil anything, but I don't know that I really have a whole lot to spoil besides you saying that. <laughs> you went from knowing you had maybe six siblings or maybe five plus you to at some right. point realizing you or you learned that you had actually 16 siblings or 15 plus you. So um, as soon as you sent that, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to want to <laughs> talk to you at some point down the road. Cause that's, I had a lot of questions, but maybe the best way I think is just for you to kind of tell it, um, and I'll maybe chime in as you go along if I have questions. Um, maybe like how did how did it come to be, or maybe maybe just tell maybe start from the beginning. Like maybe talk about your upbringing and and maybe a little bit about your childhood and and uh, there and and you know kind of intertwine how you found out about okay. the siblings. Well, growing up. Uh, both my parents um, were always home. They were disabled. Oh, okay. So, and like I said, there were six of us. And my sister, my older sister, she was um, four years older than me. And then my brother was three years older than me. And then there's me. And then after that, I have a sister. It's well, I was born in 60, and she was born in 61, and a brother born in 62, and a brother born in 63. And we were always lumped as the three older kids and the three younger kids. And I was always wondering why was that, considering I was close in age to the younger kids. But um, when I was 17 and I was joining the Navy, I was down at the AFIS office in Oakland. 
and I was just kind of looking through the on the back of one of the papers. It said that I, I Lee Gerber, have not seen William Leroy Eaton since 1965. So that night, I asked my mom uh, who that was, and she told me that that was my father. And huh. when she told me that, I was kind of uh, shocked. And she told me she had been married before and uh, that she had divorced and met my dad that I grew up with. And after she told me that, he came into the kitchen and he told me, said that, uh, you know, I will support you if you want to go find him. And I told him I have no desire to because you raised me. You're my dad. And at that point, I had no Wait, desire to find anybody else. So, so you went until 17 thinking that that was your dad yes wow okay and i was still kind of uh in shock yeah and i had told my girlfriend at the time about it and we got in a little fight a few a little time after that and she told my little sister who is the biological daughter of the man who raised me, Joe Gerber. And then she went back and then, then it got blown up and sure. everybody was finding out. But then my older brother, probably about 10 years later, found the biological father, um, William Leroy Eaton, and he went to Wyoming to meet him. And they were sitting there talking and talking about me. And he told us as well, I'm not his dad and told the story how when my mom was married to him, that he had had an affair with my mom's best friend and my mom found out and she left him and she met this oil rigger and married him. And then that he was still married to his first wife. And so my uncle went out and picked her up in Wyoming, brought her back to California, and she found out she was pregnant with me. And she put her first husband's name on my birth certificate. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then <laughs> when my mom passed away in 2005, I actually found the marriage license and certificate to my mom and Richard Earl Adams who was my birth father, and it was exactly nine months before I was born. Wow. And I have that still. And so I never really had any inkling to find him. Mm -hmm. And But Cecilia kept saying, well, you, you need to find out for medical reasons. And then my older sister, Patty, she decided she wanted to do the ancestry and sure. she wanted me and a cousin, two of our cousins on my mom's side and my youngest brother to all do it. And then we would get together when we got the results and compare and see what's going on with that. Well, it ended up being just me and Patty did it at first when we got our results back the same day. And, Cecilia and I did a little background check as much as we could on the internet on both men, uh, Richard Earl Adams, who was my birth father, and William Leroy Eaton. And we found that Richard Adams had passed away in 2002 in Winnemucca, Nevada. And it had uh, his name, his wife's name at that time, Anne and Tina Gutierrez, Crystal Gutierrez, and more. And so I was wondering, okay, who are all these people? And after I got the results of the Ancestry, uh, it was it was in December of, oh, two and a half years, three years, this December. Wow. But then on Easter Sunday, April, it was April 1st that year, I got the results that Tina Gutierrez was my sister. And so I sent a message to her on the ancestry, telling her my story, telling her I had the marriage license 
and everything and uh, would like to, you know, explore this with her and find out what's going on. And about a month later, she sent me a message back saying, I've got questions too. Says, I found dad about 20 years ago, and that's when I met my brothers and a sister. And she hadn't told them anything about it yet. She wanted a copy of the marriage license and if there was any kind of annulment or divorce. And I told her, I didn't have that, but I was, I just had the marriage license and I actually emailed her a copy of it. And I told her, I'm on Facebook. You can look me up and see where I'm going. Here's pictures of my mom and we'll see where we go from there. And I didn't know if she was older or younger or where we fit in the line or how many there were or anything yet. And she did go to Facebook. She friended me. And the first time I saw a picture of my birth father, uh, he looks a lot like Red on uh, that 70s show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but the first time that Cecilia now I know where you get that cleft in your chin. Uh-huh. And so, you know, that's that's the beginning of it. And there, there's so much more we could go on and on for it. So do you have any more questions before I go on? Um, I think I'm just kind of taking it all in at this point. It's um, so uh, this was all pre, I, I guess, like timeline how long ago was this? Was this like a couple years ago that you discovered this or how long ago did it'll be three years this December that uh, I got the results back from the ancestry. I see. And so uh, it was, like you said, it was April 1st, uh, two and a half years ago, two years ago that I got that, that Tina and I first connected. Wow. That's wild. Um, Wow. So yeah. then, yeah, go ahead. So then, um, uh, we started texting back and forth, trying to get to know each other. Sure. And, um, Did you, where, where, where is she located? Did you say that already? No, Tina oh. lives in Lompoc, California, oh, okay. which, which is down by Santa Barbara, yeah. Santa Maria. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, we were texting back and forth. And I finally got up to the, because my dad, Joe Gerber, the man who raised me, he's my dad. So I'll always consider him my dad. And Richard Adams is my birth father. So um, I I put a message on Facebook, starting to tell the story about what had happened and that I still considered all the Gerbers and the Parnella family were my cousins and my uncles and my aunts. And I would never deny them. And that I wasn't going to put down the names of anybody that I had discovered as being related. And I said, that's up to them if they want to bring themselves out. So after I posted that, I started getting uh, messages from my cousins that says, you're still my cousin. It doesn't matter. We're still... You're still my nephew and, and going all these messages and stuff. And Tina saw that and she's just reading them all. And then she came back, says, I can't put my phone in. Says, hi, I'm Tina Gutierrez. I'm Dale's sister. Huh. And they all welcomed her into the family. Wow. And it was just, she was going to put on her own little post then. And she did that. And, <laughs> was getting all the same things uh people welcoming me and it was just really i was in tears it was just yeah awesome. that is awesome and then uh she has one of her daughters comes back goes uh uh mom did you forget to tell me something in our daily talks <laughs> and she goes no i thought i told you but uh it was just uh really neat just to meet her at, I mean, just this way I haven't met yet uh, and com- communicating with her daughters 
And even a few days after that, I got a phone call at night and it was her oldest daughter. She goes, I've got a new uncle. I says, yes, you do. And she just wanted to hear my voice. Wow. And it was just awesome just, just hearing them. And then her youngest daughter, uh, Crystal, uh, we were messaging back and forth. And she came up and I, I told her, I'm going to be totally honest with you. It says, no matter you got something, you just ask me. And she goes, well, I hope you're not offended by it, but uh, do you have any criminal history in the past or just going on to some, you know, my parents have been, uh, we've had people come in here and say this and that. And then all of a sudden they just want money. They want this, they want that. And says, if that's your, your motive, then just leave. Don't just stop. I don't want to see my parents get hurt. And that's just the, a roundabout on on that conversation just a, a quick you know yeah yeah and uh i told her says no i don't need your money i'm fine uh we're we're well off to where you know i don't need to go and try and milk somebody out of money she says no i'm just trying to get information meeting my new family and it's just okay continue on huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just awesome, you know, that, to be welcomed like that. And then we finally got the chance where I took Cecilia and her dad, and we made the trip out to Lompoc in September that year to meet for the first time. And uh, we got out there. We stayed at the hotel, uh, rested up before on that Saturday, and... Then it was just the three of us went to meet Tina and her husband, Chewy. And it was like instant connection. Yeah. And if you, you see the pictures of us standing next to it, there's no doubt that we're brothers and sister. I mean, wow. we could be twins. Yeah. Wow. And I don't look nothing like the, the siblings that I grew up with. But Tina did, and I... Did you... Could, did you did you think of that or did people say stuff at, at that time you know before you knew obviously were you like i look different than you know my siblings or or did it not even cross your mind or did did it not come up it never really crossed my mind that yeah. that that could be sure but you know my face is a little rounder than the the gerbers uh you know the, the three younger ones um and I do have the, I have the cleft chin and nobody else does in the family. Uh, but it was never, hmm, oh, no big deal. No big deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Tina and I, we just connected and it was just that, that Saturday night, it was just the four, just the five of us with pop there. And we just had a great conversation and getting to know each other. And she had told her girls says, no, you guys cannot come over that, that night says Sunday is the day for everybody else. That Saturday night yeah. was for us. That's important. Yeah. And it was great. And, you know, we went back to the hotel and we just, uh, it was just, I had just an awesome time. And then the next day we went back over there and uh, as the girls slowly showed up, it was very welcoming from everybody. Yeah. They had all, all their kids, you know, they come in and, and, it was it, the thing about over there is when I was growing up, especially like at dinner time, it's like, okay, dinner's ready. Everybody come fix their plate. You know, it's time to eat. You know, now, you know, we got the kitchen table. We're all sitting around, you know, everybody's eating at the same time. Right. But over at Tina's, it's like, okay, the food's ready. They don't have a kitchen table. People just got up, they went and they fixed their plate. And we're just looking around, just oh, I guess we're on our own. We just get what we're what we're gonna get, and <laughs> and that's how it was for me growing up. I felt at home. Wow. And come find out, okay, you know, for one thing, she's ten months younger than me. Oh wow! So, okay, so really close in age. Super. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's a whole lot more too with that, but. Uh, we just started talking about uh, the family. There's three older brothers. 
that uh, I hadn't met yet. Uh, in fact, actually, when I had put that post out and she had told the brothers about me, the second oldest, Scott, uh, he said, give him my number. Have him give me a call. I'll be happy to talk to him. And he lives in Indiana. And I did. And we had a good conversation. I've talked to him quite a few times after that. Uh, even a few months ago, he sent me a message on uh, Facebook that he became a great grandpa for the first time. Wow. And well, good for you. I'm not even a grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so I've gotten to know Scott a little bit and talking little things about, uh, how he grew up with our dad. And then, uh, last year, uh, the one who was in between us, Rick, uh, his grandson was playing in a baseball tournament in Reno. And so Cecilia and I were going to make the trip to Reno when sure. he was playing to meet. And that was when uh, Cecilia's dad had the stroke, so she wasn't able to go. And I went out there and I met my brother for the first time. And we had a great visit. Told me about his growing up. Uh and the stories of the of, of how he was raised. And I met his wife and his daughter, one of his daughters and his grandson. And it was a nice visit. Uh, it's the only time we've met, but we have message back and forth on Facebook, sending, you know, private messages and stuff, which is a, uh, sure. it's just really neat to get to know him. And, I have connected with the daughter of the oldest. Uh, Jim is the oldest, and he did. He does know about me now, and he let his daughter give me his phone number. But I sent him a text on Father's Day and didn't get a response back. And I'm still trying to get up the courage, really, just to call him. Yeah, but yeah. Basically, he's the oldest, and. Um, I did a little research because, uh, my birth father, um, almost all of his siblings are gone, uh, but he does have one left and he would be my uncle Joe and he lives in Arizona and I sent him a letter and he actually wrote back. Wow. And it was awesome. You know, I, I, it was funny because I got the letter on my birthday in March. And so I was reading it and he has told, he told me, says you were probably better off being raised the way you were. And I, Mm. my, my dad, my birth father had a rough life, uh, being raised in in Wyoming. Uh, he played football on the high school team. And they live quite a distance away. I don't have the letter in front of me. I would have all the answers. But uh, he used to take the bus to school. But by the time football practice and stuff was over, he would walk the eight or nine miles back home and turn around and do that every day. He ended up quitting school early and went to work in the fields. And and he was an oil rigger. So he did a lot of traveling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. It's, it's kind of incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, he's probably right. I mean, you know, it things happen for a reason, obviously. And yeah. it's, I guess, it's, you know, it's heavy. It's a lot to take in. And I'm sure you had your whole, your whole slew of questions and probably some, you know, maybe some questions that went went unanswered, but I appreciate you like um, being open. And I, I also appreciate you um, like searching, you know, it seems like you're kind of like, you know, wanting answers and wanting the truth and as much as you can and like continuously, you know, messaging and, and like putting yourself out there because it is, you know, you don't know how people are going to react to it. If they're, you know, they're not, you know, cued in to it either. So it's like a lot for, you know, all parties, I guess, involved. Right. Um, but I think it's, 
I think that's um I think it's just awesome that well you, you could, kind of figure yeah. okay so like I said when uh, I first got when I got the first message from Tina is she said I've got questions too I found dad about 20 years ago so you figure here I am the second person to come in and say hey we have the same dad right so now these people are going to go through it again yeah yeah so uh, i mean i've got pictures from when they first met when tina first met uh, all the family and 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 it's just wish i wish i had the opportunity to meet him right uh, because stories from the the brothers and from the other sister that was raised by him uh they have a totally different view than what Tina has. Sure. Tina was an adult already, you know, married, had kids. And so she met him uh, when he was calmer and he's retired or, you know, close he, to retirement. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And is totally different person from when he raised the kids. Yeah. Now, um, like I said, I'm going to, I'm pretty sure I said in that text too, uh, there's actually, I turned 60 in March. So then last year, we were taking a 4th of July, going out to Tina's for the 4th of July. And got a message on Ancestry and I checked it. And this other girl showed up uh, in between me and my sister I grew up with and my brother I grew up with. I didn't up taking the Ancestry. And so I had sent her a message saying, hey, you know, I looked at your family tree, but there's no connection with anything that I have in my family tree, but we're connected somehow, and it's a close connection. So if you would like to try and figure this out, I would be happy to work with you. And she says, sure, I would love to. Says I was born in October 1960 in Wyoming and put up for adoption right when she was born. I said, oh, so ended up that she is another sister. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just got and chills. <laughs> so so <laughs> I, when we, I got that message uh, while we were driving out to Lompoc. And so I ended up calling her, and we talked for a little bit on the way out there. And then I had to tell Tina when I got this, I found another sister. And <laughs> she goes, oh, my gosh. It's unreal. So we're saying, okay, it's like a sibling is coming out of the woodworks every year. So who's going to come up this year? So, but now she was, I was born in March of 1960. She was born in October, 1960. Tina is January of 61. And then there's another sister, Sandy, who is February of 61. Oh my goodness gracious. So come Sandy's birthday in February, there will be four of us that will all be 60 years old. Wow. And we're before this whole pandemic hit, we were planning on all getting together in February, probably out in Reno to meet. I have not met Kelly's the new girl, the new one that would, that was just found last. And she lives in um, Montana. Wow. And Sandy lives in Utah, and then uh, Rick is in Wyoming. Scott's in Indiana. Me and Tina are here in California. And so wow. we're kind of spread out. But through all of this, connected with a lot of cousins and distant cousins, and one in particular, Judy, uh, she's been working on the family tree uh, for years and she sent me what she's collected of ancestors I believe it's back 20 20 uh, um, descendants clear back to the Mayflower wow I mean I've got war heroes wow. uh, prisoners of wars in my family tree I've got uh, former presidents and it's just amazing and I know you've heard of Tom Brokaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a distant cousin. 
<laughs> wow. This is incredible. It's like, I don't, my mind is going all over the place. It just, it needs to be some sort of uh, like um, 20, you know, 2020 Dateline thing. Not really yeah. Dateline, but what are those shows or a Netflix series? Cause it, yeah, Long Lost Family. We I watch that like all the that, time. Some show, yeah. or I think, I think, yeah, that the family tree, like seeing a visual and, and seeing the connections and like the faces with the names. Yeah, would be it would you know? I think it would be even more cr- incredible just to to see. That's just so wild. Um, <laughs> I'm like I was gonna ask. So is there is there any is there anybody else? Is that is that as far as you know? If oh, no. reached out, okay. Oh no, I I've, <laughs> I've become friends with uh, the wife of one of my dad's brothers who passed away. She lives up in Washington, and okay. I've become friends with uh, her kids, and she's got grandkids that live up in Alaska who I've become friends with all on Facebook. I've never wow. talked to them. In fact, it was with the the aunt up in Washington who got me in contact with the, the last remaining brother, Joe, and then... Uh, after I, uh, after I had sent him the letter, his daughter had, was over at the house, and she saw the letter, and she read it, and she contacted me on Facebook, and we became friends. Wow. So, and a lot of these people, they haven't had contact with any of the other parts of the family, and I've seen uh, my brothers that were on Facebook become friends with cousins wow they didn't even know they had this this is the i think this is like the the beautiful part of social media or facebook you know of the connect the family connection stuff like this is amazing that that exists you know with all the negative stuff with social media this is like like the the shiny moment that that happens you know, I don't know how often this happens, but like the fact that oh. this happened to you is just crazy. And the, yeah, this like you said people happens. Can... This happens so much. There is actually um, a private uh, site on Facebook. It's called NPE, and it's it stands for non parental expectancy, and it's for a lot of people who have done the ancestry just to see their you know, just to do their family tree and stuff and find out that, hey, you know, the man who raised me is not my dad. Some of these people wow. are finding this out at 60, 70, 80 years old. Wow. And they're all getting sicker. They confront their mom or, you know, they're finding various ages. And the mom, they blame their mom for lying to them. And yeah. yeah, some of it, yeah, the mom. But I look back at my mom and I never got angry at my mom for this because back then in the fifties and sixties, women yep. were treated so differently than they were yeah. now. Yeah. And like with Kelly's mom, the one that we just found last year, uh, when she had become pregnant, she was taken to a, um, home for unwed mothers and then forced to give up the baby for adoption. That's, the way it was back then nowadays yeah. people women get pregnant without being married all the time yeah yeah but there's some of these people on this site they're so angry they have some stories i mean you think my stories more you should see some of the other stories there are some in there where uh there's one a woman was married to this man they end up getting divorced did the ancestry and she come to find out that the, her husband was her brother oh <laughs> And they had kids. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that so, is. Oh wow! And, and, and yeah, there's a lot of stories out there. Some people are just really angry at their their mom and wondering, did my dad, you know, did he know about me? And some of the yeah. dads, when they contact them, they don't want them to welcome with open arms. And some of them were results of fear. There were some in there also that were results of. Uh, 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 um, sperm donors, okay. you know, and yeah, yeah. 
you know, the sperm donor, you, you're not supposed to, nobody's supposed to know who you were. But now right. this DNA is out there and people are finding out. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. It's, yeah, it's deep. It's, I, you know, it's like kind of putting myself in that position. It's like, yeah, you would have all kinds of emotions where you, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, you know, fault people for being ups- angry at their mom or whoever, or it's just like, yeah, you just get, you think your life is a certain thing and it's not, or it's, uh, it's been out. You feel, I, I don't know. I'll ask you, do you, did you ever feel like, you know, at, at points that it was like a, you were being duped or that you had been duped or, um, you know, what were, I, I think this whole time that, that you've explained this, like you've, you know, I think you probably the, the model citizen for this to happen, you know, for this to happen to somebody, but like, you know, it probably hasn't always been, you know, great. How, you know, how have you, gotten through has just the the journey of it all like kept you level-headed with it would you say yeah i would say so you you see the man who raised me joe gerber oh i don't get choked up here but yeah this guy my mom okay my mom was 20 years old when she had me in 1960 okay she had my sister who was four at the time and my brother who was three and here comes oh, wow. along this guy who takes this woman who's nine years younger than him with three little kids, takes her in, and they ended up having three more kids in the next three years and were together for 40 years. Wow. So incredible. <laughs> he's a remarkable man. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I, you know, he was disabled because of arthritis. He was a painter. But every summer, we had um, us six kids, plus my mom's sister's kids would come over and spend the summer with us. And that's four more kids in that house. And we moved a lot, yeah. And But we were playing hide-and-seek. We were playing baseball. We, we were just having fun and this guy he was right there in the middle of it all he would take us fishing he would uh he would do everything with us you know my cousin uh gary he was closer to my dad than he was to his own dad and wow he was just a remarkable man so uh I see people, I say, well, are you going to change your name to your, to your birth father's name? says, no. says, I was born, I was raised a Gerber. So my name yeah. will always be Gerber. Sure. <clears throat> uh, but my birth father's name was Adam. He's my birth father. I never knew him. I wish I had. Yeah. And I'm still getting to know uh, the brothers. Uh, I am going to reach out to the oldest one soon. Um, but Tina and I are close, very, very close. And I, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook or the mask that I've sold. Uh, Tina's actually making those masks. Oh, exactly. oh, that's who's making them. Okay, I, yeah. I see you, you. You have been kind of advertising them. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm selling those for her in the Bay Area. Um, yeah. But after Tina, uh, there's Sandy, who I've talked to on the phone quite a bit. I'm looking forward to meeting her. And then there was Tom, who I probably will never meet. Um, he's been doing some jail time, and he got himself on the wrong side of the law. And So uh, I probably will never meet him. And then Danny has passed away, and uh, Robbie has passed away. Robbie was the youngest, and uh, he was actually <clears> – <throat> Uh, my my birth father's last wife, and uh, Robbie was her grandson, and they adopted him when his mom had some uh, legal problems. Oh, 
And when our dad passed away in 2002, Tina had gone, <clears throat> Tina had gone to uh, Nevada and Anne was not in the best of health. And she brought her and Robbie to Lompo and until Anne passed away and she got Robbie on the right track. Uh, Robbie was, uh, uh, excuse me. Robbie had some some autism going. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And he didn't he didn't uh, have a lot of reading and writing skills, but Tina and Robbie got really really close until his passing, and that was a year before I came along. <clears throat> so. Wow. <clears throat> Sixteen kids. So. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm just interested to see kind of where it goes. I mean, um, where, how do you feel like you are in this, like, you know, I don't know if you call it a process. I mean, kind of like a process of discovery and learning. Um, but do you still feel like, you know, there's still a lot to learn or a lot to, you know, do you still have oh, like, yeah. motivation to like, okay, who else Maybe who else is out there, but like who else can I maybe learn or the different connections? Do you do you see that like as something that you'll just continuously have like throughout the rest of your life? Throughout the rest of my life, I will be learning more and more. See, my birth father had an older sister and older brother that his father, my grandfather, uh from from his first wife, that um the brothers, my older brothers, didn't even know about and connected with the daughters of the oldest one through ancestry. And mm. we've become we've become friends on Facebook and they've become friends with my new brothers. And we get a lot of connections and stuff. The one thing of, of, with the letter from my Uncle Joe, he told me that there is a, a graveyard. Uh, I can't recall where it's at. I think it's Nebraska. Uh, it has the grandfather, great-grandfather, and great-great-grandfather all buried next to each other. Wow. Oh. Wow. Incredible. That's wild, man. Um what um, I'm trying to think of, um, I guess, kind of like uh, something I'm having like uh, or thought as maybe we close out is um, what has been like one of your biggest, um, I don't want to say lessons learned, but like your biggest takeaway from all of this, like, is there a big glo like global thing that you um maybe think about or um would like to want to share with others about um maybe your experience but maybe just like you know life experience in general i know that there's still a lot more to learn about the family there's uh one of the first persons that i contacted on ancestry uh happened to be a second cousin and there was a book that was put out uh, of a family that had uh, the history of the Adams family and the Resinger family were all connected. And there was a lot of pictures in there at that time of the kids at then. I mean, they're all, we're all older now, but pictures back then and pictures of the family back then. I would love, my, my sister has the book. I've looked through it through that one and then, the cousin had sent me and I had sent it back to him. Uh, but yeah, learning more and more. I, I mean, still seeing more people uh, that are related out there. Yeah. And friending them and seeing uh, how were they going to react? Like, uh, uh, hi, you know, uh, do you know who I am? I said, yeah, I've heard. And uh, so you're my uncle. Or, yeah. And it, you get, you get so, emotional yeah. about it all and 
even uh, Vanessa has become close to Tina. I mean, she Ooh. sold some of the masks for me. You see, I don't know if you see yeah, that. yeah, Severance King's mask. Yeah, and she said, oh, "Yeah, it was my aunt was making them." And that just you know made Tina and I both said, "God, she's she's accept, accepting us." Yeah, accepting Tina into the family. So, and it's just awesome to feel that that acceptance. Yeah. But yeah. there's like I said, there are so many people who haven't felt that acceptance. I mean, to me, if you want to do the ancestry, do it. You you don't know what's it, gonna it, happen. Yeah, no, it makes it's, me want it, I, I haven't done it and it, it makes it's it makes me want to do it just you know, not necessarily thinking that, you know, something like this could happen, but you know, I think maybe being more connected is um you know, I think a, a trend or a, um, a vibe I'm getting is, you know, you know, don't just maybe go on your day without thinking of this stuff of where you came from or who, who's in your family and stuff. It's just, you know, go out there and find out. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, like I said, there's, there's a, everybody has their story and you don't know. I mean, some of the people, they don't have the luxury of confronting their mom when they find out mom's already passed yeah. and to find out that their dad isn't the one, isn't their birth father. Some people feel like uh, they've been cheated. Yeah. Uh, some people feel like says, Oh, that means my brother's not my brother. He's only a half brother. So to me, I'm, you know, out of all of them, I don't have a single full blooded sibling, but mm-hmm. To me, they're all my brothers. They're all my yeah. sisters. There's no half. Yeah. And and even the adopted ones. I don't care if he adopted you. You're still my brother. Yeah. You know, there's there's a story for for everyone. I mean, some people are just afraid to do it of what they might find out. Right. But you know, you yeah. may find out something that's a. <laughs> If I, who you related to somebody you know famous sure yeah i mean yeah uh, when i first did it you know and i'm looking to going through the ancestry um now I, I was doing my own backtracking and i found myself related to samuel adams of the beer huh and wow. john john quincy adams but then the girl i told you about who's been doing the ancestry I mean, the, uh, the family tree, she said, there's more than one Samuel Adams, and we're not in that part of the Samuel Adams. Mm. So, but, and there's just a matter of some of the records get lost. Yeah. But then there's so much that you can find out. And yeah. it's amazing some of the stuff you can find out. Some of you don't want to know. Yeah, some of you do. You don't want to know that, uh, no, your, your, your ancestors, they killed Indians. No, your ancestors, they were slave owners. Okay. Yeah. That was back then. Yeah. You know, that's not me. That was ancestors. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's just, um, man, it's a lot. And, uh, I, I think it says a lot about your character. Um, you know, that you have such a positive outlook on it. Um, so I, you know, kudos to you, Dale. This is awesome. And, you know, that you wanted to share. I mean, you you seem like you just are so comfortable with it, you know, that, you know, it's it's uh, it's great, you know, great hearing the story and, um, you know, learning more about you and learning more about your family and whatnot. So, um, I yeah, because we've uh, never really yeah. sat down to talk or anything. It's just because mm-hmm. you know, you're Joey's best friend. So that's all I know. <laughs> and, and, and you and Vanessa, and you know, but uh, as far as just sitting down and really talking and getting to know each other, uh, it's hard. Yeah. You know, I know your mom and Cecilia are really good friends. So, yeah, you know, I met Joey in kindergarten um, and. Go, you know, going to the same school, same, you know, elementary, same middle school, same high school. Um, and then, you know, growing up down the street, it's, yeah, we were we very close and, um, you know, connected and we still are. So, um, yeah, you guys are amazing. The way how, as close yeah. as you guys have, all, you know, you and all the guys 
are still so close. I've been listening to all your podcasts here and just listening to the stories. They're awesome. I don't have anybody from high school um, that I'm close like that with. I mean, you know, Cecilia and I went to high school together, but we had, what, 40, you know, 20, 30 years that we never saw each other. I mean, she's out in the shed. I'm here. We were both married to different people. But, that's an that's a that's an incredible story in itself yeah. too. I mean, maybe maybe for another time. Yeah. But like that, I that crossed my mind before we talked to the, today was, well, you have that whole other kind of crazy story <laughs> of going to high school with her and, and you know, and then now getting you know getting back and getting married. It's that's kind of wild. Um, and just you know that's almost one of those things that's, you know, kind of a meant to be situation probably as well with, you know, add that to the list of wild things that have happened to you right. in your life. That's just crazy, but awesome at the same time. Well, in closing, I'm going to, I don't want to completely shift gears, but I want to ask a question that, you know, may, maybe Related in some degree, I'm going to try to see if I can re- relate it or not. But in most of these episodes, I, 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 there's some, you know, music, some bands related, you know, we try to talk about music or bands and what people are into. Has there been um, music or bands that you were influenced at a young age that maybe you got from, you know, from your dad or your mom that you remember maybe listening to music back then? If they were, if you know, if they were into music, was there any anything back then in those days? That, oh, I, I, you know, musically that you remember? I mean, I listened to the oldies because of my dad. But my bands, I loved the Beatles, Sticks, Journey, huh. Ario Speedwagon. So you know, Queen. <laughs> you know, going back, sure. you know, I'll go way back because I remember I'm from the '60s and '70s, so way before you. Well, today. yeah, but that's all the good stuff. I mean, I, I'm semi into vinyl records so i have a lot of not a lot but i have some vinyl records and john bernard has a lot we, we mm-hmm. me and him talk a lot about vinyl stuff and, and vinyl's uh, coming back too vinyl records it's coming back big big time yeah. so um yeah i wanted to ask i kind of just wanted to ask kind of a more of a musical question of of kind of maybe where, where things were at um back then and, and kind of what you listen to um so yeah that's a good that's a nice a nice list um but you know the funny music and I the yeah. first the first rock concert I ever went to, and uh, I wasn't really into a lot of the music, but uh, this is kind of a funny story. I Sticks was playing at the Oakland Coliseum, and they were playing with the Babies, and so I'd never heard the Babies, and then oh. when I heard their songs, I said, "Okay, yeah, I wreck I wreck my song." But I like I said, I'd never been to a rock concert, so I thought I was going to get in there and Sticks was going to be playing on stage, and they were going to have their babies on the stage with them. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's but, awesome. But yeah. So, but now, okay, I know who the babies are now. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my god! How how old do you remember? How old you would have been at that point? Yeah, I was like probably around 17, 18. I think I was still in okay. high school. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So, well, that, I mean, that's a good thing. Uh, the other thing, too, is like, yeah, growing up in the Bay Area, there was just, you know, talk about music and like, you know, the 60s and the 70s. It just, like, what a place to be. <laughs> yeah, every year they had the day, uh, what was it called? A uh, day on the green over at the Coliseum. You know, the, the big concerts yeah. going on then. With the, see, I was never a yeah, big yeah, yeah. concert-going person, but I was all in the baseball. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's a good place to be, too. Yeah. Cool. That's right. Tonight, you know, the Giants and the A's, this is probably where we would have been with Vanessa and the group. <laughs> if it wasn't that, I know. That's, I'm, I know. It's, it's watching, it's... I'm almost, it's weird. Like I'm kind of almost getting used to, you know, they're not being fans um, to some degree. And I think it's going to be weird when it's like full again to, to, you know, you're almost kind of swing the other direction. Right. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just uh, crazy. Um, I mean, on multiple levels really, but 
um yeah the sports the sports thing is just wild um so yeah i've been i i haven't uh check the score i saw that the, the giants and the a's were playing this week yeah it was, the a's were up six nothing at this time so well there you go well happy as a dodgers fan i'm happy about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but um i think we i i think we you know did did the thing and um man my head spin a little bit I want to thank you, Dale. This has been like kind of eye-opening, eye-opening, and and kind of inspirational at the same time. Um, you know. Yeah, I, been... I, I've had uh, some people. You know, I, I've mentioned stuff going on with the ancestors, with the the new family, that, you know, that I've got and stuff, and they've had actually the cousin say, "You should be posting that stuff. You're going to hurt someone's feelings as well." Why do I have to hold back my feelings? Uh, True. Because, yeah. Because I don't know if it's hurting your feelings or, and you want to use that as a cover. Um, but you don't have to read it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm going to tell people, you know, when this is going to be broadcasted. Um, it's up to you if you want to listen to it or not. Uh, you want to hear my story. Here it is. Uh, yeah. I told my boss I was doing this, and he's he's anxious to hear it. And <laughs> I mean, I've got books on other people who have have made the discovery, and there's some awesome stories out there. There's not there's some not so awesome stories too. Uh, yeah. But you you know don't be afraid to try it. You know it yeah. it, it can't hurt. Well, I could. <laughs> It depends on, <laughs> on how you take it, but you may find something good about yourself. You may find the, uh, you may find that uh, there's something in your life that you didn't know about. You may, you know, because I know doing the twenty three and Me, they have the medical part, and you may find some uh, medical history that you didn't know about. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's. A big, you know, almost like a message, like your kind of PSA is just like, you know, find find this information, you know, go out in there, do it. Um, and I think that's a great message. I mean, I'm definitely feeling inspired to <laughs> to do it. I'm curious myself. Um, I don't think my parents have um, done it, and uh, it would be interesting to get them involved as well. Um you know, I think, I don't think we have, I don't have any grandparents left. Um, but my dad has two uncles and they're both pretty connected to, I think, you know, their parents and whatnot. So I think, I think there's definitely a lot there that, that I'm kind of oblivious to. And I think that's for me, um, it's kind of eye opening to me of, you know, wanting to just learn more, if nothing else, just learn more, you know, about, um, you know, where I came from and where, where my parents and their parents came from right i mean and beyond i guess so you will find out you know because part of my family came from ireland and how they got here you go back on the tracing of the trees that are on the ancestry and you can actually find uh, who came over first what's where, where are you from and it's very Germany. Um, most of my family are, are, are English. So, mm -hmm. and you know, you find yeah. out, uh, a lot of times on the last names. You know, how do you get the last names? You know, do, a lot of times it's based on what your occupation was then. Yeah, and uh, it's very interesting. Some of the stuff you can find out through this. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Well, I thank you, Dale. This has been uh, awesome. It's been really great. And uh, like I said, inspirational and eye-opening. And, um, you know, your, your, your openness is awesome with it. And um, I think, you know, it's just uh, 
you know, a good thing to share, you know, sharing this story, I think is important. Um, you know, maybe there's others out there that, you know, I think that's the general message is like, try it. You see what, you know, what you may learn. Yeah. Cause uh, if, from if, it, especially so. if you were adopted, you know, like when I put the first letter out, people said, you know, that the reading my story has given them the courage to do it. And that's I'm great. hoping it does to help some people. Yeah. Say, yeah. Why I might as well go ahead and try it. Cause, uh, it's not really that much. I mean, yeah. Basically, the kit costs you know almost a hundred dollars, but every holiday they have a sale for half off. Yeah, and yeah. Just nice. Yeah. Spin the cup, register. That's it. Yeah. Do it, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for thanks cool. for um, getting back to me and let me tell you my story. Uh, it's been awesome. I've never really been interviewed before except for like job interviews. And this has been a great experience for me too. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm uh, new at this. I've, I, this is episode 10, so I haven't been doing it for that long. I mean, on paper, it's been like six or seven months, but it's, you know, 10 episodes. So I'm not doing a whole, whole, a whole lot of them, but I've just learned, you know, I've learned a lot about doing this as well. Um, and it's been kind of therapeutic for me, honestly, just talking to friends and, you know, family and whatnot. Um, just, you know, really learning more about, pe- you know, people mm-hmm. that are my friends and just chatting about old stories and whatnot. It's just been, it's been fantastic. Yeah, you know, you know what would be so, good now? After you're done with all your friends, hit up their parents yeah. and see what they think about how you guys <laughs> <I> are <know. laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not a, a bad idea. Some of Although their stories. I think I have says, an idea. Yeah, I remember what he did on my couch, and uh, I yeah. remember the parties that were kind of thrown without me knowing about it. I think I think Cecilia could probably have like a five part. Uh, oh series, yeah, just her own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I appreciate it, Dale. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for staying up late. That's no problem. Uh, and uh, have a good rest of the night and have a good weekend, man. All right. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you Thanks, later. Thanks, Dale. Yep. Talk to you mm-hmm. soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.